We are ready now. Brought to you by your North Texas Ford dealers. Ford, built for Texas, built for you. Cowboys owner and general manager, Jerry Jones. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Kevin, Corey, and Mike. And uh, great to be on with you. And it's just wonderful to be teeing it up out here this weekend against these Falcons. Well, and that's exactly the first thing I wanted to ask you about. What is your anticipation level for the home opener, especially given the odd route we took to get to this home opener and get people in the stands? Well, I think that uh, we're going to have a great crowd. Uh, We'll announce what it is uh, there at the game, but it's going to be a a great crowd. Uh, I know that uh, uh, I love our plan of safety for the stadium. The stadium uh, has... Uh, an enormous amount of space in it, 3 million square feet of air-conditioned space, great airflow, great current, air current. Uh, to, and didn't know that we'd be getting in this kind of emphasis ever when the stadium was right. built. But uh, uh, And we're going to have a, a very safe plan of entry. Got over 15 ways that uh, our fans will come into the stadium. And, well, you literally have fans that uh, are, are – Far enough from people that one could be sitting in Dallas and one be sitting in Fort Worth, but uh, as far as the COVID's concerned. So, anyway, I'm really liking the way that uh, we're approaching this thing. I uh, urge our fans, know they will be safe uh, in their protocols, uh, wear their face masks, uh, uh, recognize uh, uh, that uh, they're, uh, from a safety standpoint, consideration for others. I know we'll have all... Uh, uh, everyone out there won't uh, uh, be free of any symptoms when they come, which is very important. And I would urge our fans to uh, give themselves a lot of consideration, make sure that they're in good health and uh, uh, very uh, uh, not vulnerable. And uh, I think that makeup will give us great fan support. I believe we have great input from our crowd and uh, be an asset to help and beat the Falcons. It seems as though uh, the organization has been just a little bit hesitant to say specifically how many fans they anticipate. Is that because ticket sales are an unknown or you don't want to worry people? Can you walk us through that process at all? No, we don't know. Uh, because, uh, uh, we've played this thing, designed a plan that would allow us to uh, uh, basically uh, ease into it, let's say, but basically dictate by uh, the situation. Back when we started planning this months ago, uh, we didn't know where we would be as far as the COVID uh, uh, the, the in- intensity, if you will, or, or where we would be on a state basis, on a local basis, uh, because we've been very careful to uh, uh, basically have a plan that uh, our fans could, uh, uh, with uh, but with deliberateness, execute for us. And so consequently, uh, we can leave uh, right up until uh, uh, we uh, uh, are in the middle of the game before we uh, uh, give a count as to what we have. That's very customary. That's what we do all the time, is make our announcement of our fan attendance uh, during the game. This is not done. This is basically what we do every time. And if everything goes well over the next couple of months, can you envision hopefully a full stadium for a playoff game, say, in January? Well, I, I, 
would say that uh, uh, everything is going well, which we expect to be going well, then uh, I think we will evolve into uh, uh, more and more and more uh, of our fans uh, uh, coming to games. Uh, that's definitely the plan. That's the reason we're doing it this way, so that we can have more and more fans. We uh, feel uh, good about the, du- the direction. Uh, I don't know any more than anyone else does about the direction of vaccine, the direction of testing. Uh, I am very positive about it. Let me say this. I'm positive about the ability to put together uh, more fans as we go. Uh, I think the more we see our testing procedures uh, improve, uh, uh, the better uh, we can feel about everyone's health and uh, expand the crowd. Yes, I do think we'll expand it as we go. So, Jerry, I want to talk about Thursday night football last night before we get into Falcons-Cowboys, and I enjoyed watching the game last night and watching Joe Burrow, and he throws the ball 60 times, and my favorite player of all time is Troy Aikman, and he said, by the time I threw it 60 times, we were done with week three in the NFL. And so I was just wondering the way that the game has evolved. And look, Troikman's my favorite player, and people take a lot of shots at my favorite player, and it hurts my heart because he doesn't have the accounting stats that a lot of great quarterbacks today do or in the last 20 years do. Can you talk about the way the game has evolved on how much like a rookie quarterback can step in and throw the ball that many times? And if Troy Aikman had to throw the ball 40 times a game on kind of an average basis, the way the game is going, do you believe Troy Aikman could have handled that and his accounting stats would have been as great as some of the greatest quarterbacks are today? Yes. Uh, uh, It's well known. I've always believed that Troy Aikman uh, could have had enormous stats compared to uh, what they are uh, uh, had we just wanted to have him out there breaking records. Uh, he had the skill, he had the ability to, uh, uh, the accuracy, uh, and he had the uh, mentality to uh, uh, handle uh, on any stats, break them, if you will. Uh, but he wanted to win the game, and the game was won through the balance that we had. And uh, we had a great uh, uh, running game that he made from his position complement the passing game. And so that when the defenses tried to line up and uh, step back for his accuracy and uh, help uh, defend against the pass, uh, Emmett was, uh, just ran free all day long. Not free, but could, could really uh, do the damage. When they stepped up, which they had to, uh, from time to time to close it down for him, and then Troy would uh, uh, beat him and beat him a lot of different ways out there between Novacek and Michael Irvin and many others as he went along. But uh, uh, the bottom line is, yes, Troy could have, uh, in my mind, uh, had enormously more cards and stats from passing. Thank you, Jerry. Take that, all you Troy haters. Now, let's get into the Falcons-Cowboys game. Uh, Your offensive line last week, late in the game, had some issues. Obviously, Aaron Donald's the best in the game interior-wise. Are you concerned about your offensive line, or was that just more a product of Aaron Donald? Well, that's both. Uh, It's both. Now, Aaron Donald is an exceptional player and uh, going to always get uh, get his disruptions, and he is disruptive. And even when he's held in check, he's been disruptive because the offense usually has had to really compensate for him. Uh, but uh, 
uh, an offensive line is as close a thing to several players, five, being one as you can be in football. That unit has to work to, um, together and usually coordinated carefully with uh, some help from uh, either a tight end or a fullback. Uh, as far as the blocking or a running back that does what fullbacks do, and that's protect the passer. Having said that, it takes more work. It takes more coordination. If you were going to look as though you didn't have a complete training camp, if you were going to look as though you didn't have a complete spring, the place that it would, in my mind, that it would show up the most in the offensive line. Having said that, uh, uh, that's not surprising. That's a challenge for every team. It's a challenge in football. Uh, but we certainly uh, had that challenge Sunday. And uh, uh, then you deal with the normal uh, uh, situation of uh, being limited from time to time, whether it be injury or or, uh, 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 usually injury. And so uh, that creates some limitations there. We uh, did have that adjustment to make for a first game. Uh, We will be having them. Everybody has to do it. We will be having them. And uh, just look forward. We'll get better there, and we've got some good players to get better with. Now, along the lines of the offensive line, can you give us any update or status about uh, Tyron? Because obviously we all get nervous around here when somebody doesn't practice or they're listed as questionable. What is the status of Tyron Smith? Well, we'll see at game time uh, what we've got. And with him, uh, the good news is that uh, uh, the people that uh, would replace him, the combinations of people, have had uh, uh, more time to work on it than we had this time last week. Uh, uh, But uh, uh, certainly you have to go into a game. As a matter of fact, this year we're allowed to address actively one more player. It has to be an offensive lineman, by the way. And uh, so what we're talking about is – common thing and a common concern. So uh, we will have an extra offensive lineman that we dress out, not necessarily just because of Tyron, but uh, that do give us a uh, uh, some, some more depth there on a game day situation. But uh, uh, we'll be working uh, uh, actually different combinations, and obviously for competitive reasons we need to keep that kind of under our hat. Uh, I mean, if you change your mind and decide to tell us, obviously we would be okay with that as well. I could just tell you guys that's yeah. it, but I want to tell half Atlanta when I open my mouth, and we'd rather them not know what we're thinking. Will will everybody the, understands it? Absolutely. Will the game time decision be the same logic for like Amari Cooper and Alden Smith, who also were listed as questionable? Um, th- that's fair because that's that's really what questionable means, and uh, uh, yes, uh, do that, but. Uh, uh, one of the good things about our team is we've got some great depth out there this year. But, uh, uh, again, um, uh, this I would put all of this in normal game day. This is the way it's always going to be. We're going to have uh, two or three, as, uh, as many as a handful, that were uh, questionable on game day. And so put Jerry- it in that degree of seriousness. So, Jerry, our biggest concern Sunday as our show has been talking about Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. Is that your biggest concern? I definitely think so. They're quarterbacks, uh, of course, one of the better quarterbacks that we ever play. And uh, he's, uh, he's worth kind of respect. And those guys uh, uh, we know uh, 
of what they're capable of doing, the talent level they have. And so, uh, yes, uh, that would be uh, their their experienced quarterback, the accuracy of their quarterback, and the, uh, the skill level of those receivers. Uh, uh, and make no mistake about it, Julio Jones, one of the best there is. So, uh, yeah, those would be our chief concerns. Is Jordan Lewis your starter in the slot on Sunday? Is who is that? Uh, Lewis, Lewis cornerback on our defense. Yes. Again, uh, let's see how game day goes. He has had a good week of practice. Uh, uh, he's been getting a lot of snaps out there. Uh, we'll just make sure that uh, uh, he has a good uh, time out there today and is in good shape Sunday. We'll see. I was curious. Good uh, place to go with your mind, but uh, I am. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't want to call it uh, yet. We've. Uh, Always want to leave room on a guy that has been out as much as he has and coming back in. We thought maybe you were drawing up the game plan right now. Well, let me just say this: you, uh, if I were, would you, for the reasons we're talking about, you'd expect me to be coy about it, wouldn't you? <laughs> Absolutely, I would. Absolutely. <laughs> well, give me that. I'm not. Uh, I don't. I want to keep my credibility with our listeners. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, one of the things is, I know it's just one game. I was curious your takeaway about the offense. Is it, you know, did you see any lack of execution? What do you think about the pre-snap motion? Because that's been a big discussion over the last couple of weeks. What were your takeaways on maybe where the offense had some problems this past weekend? Yeah, I heard your discussion. I heard a lot of it this, uh, yesterday in particular on the pre-snap motion. Uh, that's probably a little too much concern on your parts about how we're going to do that. Uh, Mike is, uh, has spent a lot of uh, his career uh, on, the obviously, the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Kellen is, uh, uh, in my mind, as good as uh, we could expect and, and want back there. And um, they'll mix it up on them. And uh, uh, we'll, we'll do both. Uh, we have the benefit of a really strong running game, and so uh, uh, we want to uh, take advantage of that. I think y'all nailed it pretty good. Uh, motion creates a little more uh, sophistication. It has a little more coordination. Uh, it's early. It was early last week. It's not as early this week. Uh, I think you'll see some of uh, both, and we'll let Coach uh, give more insight as to how comfortable he is there. Uh, but I, but I think that uh, in general, my opinion is last week. Uh, uh, I think we uh, uh, really uh, probably left ourselves uh, too narrow a way to win that, or not a way, but too narrow a, a gap to win the game. I felt all day long that we were moving or about to move the ball, and could move the ball, and I saw. Uh, some help that you normally would, uh, or some ways to improve. Uh, just practice will improve it, like uh, distance on routes, things like that. Uh, but in general, uh, I feel good about the upside that I saw last week. I see a lot of upside out there from our passing game as well as our running game. And so uh, I haven't been diminished in any way about the season-long ability to produce on our offense. 
Jerry, one of the things that makes teams great is red zone efficiency. And I know I'm going back to last season, and this is a new season. But then I take us back to Troy Aikman. He seemed to be just so accurate in short and little windows. Is that the key to being a great red zone offense is not only being able to punch it in there with your running back, but just your quarterback being just, you know, Super Bowl, Hall of Fame accurate? Or am I missing something on red zone efficiency? Well, I think that – uh, I think the best way to answer it is uh, uh, all the things that make up a quarterback come to bear uh, when you get in that red zone. You've limited your distance and to work with. You've got now the limit of the back of the end zone. You're in there pretty close. You're, uh, everything's short yardage. Uh, and... Uh, this is uh, uh, heightened the premium on good decision-making, uh, hand-eye, uh, uh, timely decision-making, uh, sense of uh, uh, um, the defense's uh, uh, sense of uh, respect. All of this comes to and enhances uh, what you've got when you've got a top quarterback. We've got a top quarterback. He puts a lot of pressure on that defense on red zone. Uh, but he can certainly uh, run it, and he can run it with authority. He can make a yard be there when it's not there. Uh, but he can also make good decisions. Uh, all of this uh, bodes well for us with having him and then having uh, uh, the running game that we've got as well. So I feel, I feel like that red zone, especially these coaches we've got and Kellen and Coach Mike, and, uh, I, I really uh, – so that we're going to be satisfied and be given our red zone off good grades as we move through the season. I want to emphasize again, uh, Mike uh, uh, McCarthy said it in the dressing room, uh, the, uh, that last weekend was means we're not going to go undefeated. That was disappointing. We wanted to win the opener. But in general, when you look at where we're trying to go here, we're trying to get a team ready to be there at the critical times as we go into the playoff under these circumstances. Uh, I'm not dismayed one bit by the fact that we didn't get that win last week. I'm disappointed but not dismayed. We've got a heck of a team to, that we can put together here. And then, Jerry, last question for you. How excited are you for Arkansas football? I know they're playing Georgia, which is a great team to start off uh, this season, and then are you going to be able to go to the game and see your grandson play? Well, I think that uh, uh, this year, as uh, uh, as everyone, I'm going to have to give a lot of consideration to uh, uh, the, the just the uh, logistics, and uh, I haven't missed many of those games over there, and usually can make wherever they are in the country relative to the Cowboy game. And so that'll be me sitting there. I've got another grandson that got got on the field and got a few snaps in uh, last weekend with the Longhorns. And that's Charlotte's son, and he's playing receiver down at the Longhorns. And he was on the field last week. So uh, I've got uh, a lot to think about when it comes to uh, uh, where I'm going to be spending Saturdays before we get ready to for the Cowboys to get on the field. We appreciate the time. We're looking forward to the home opener on Sunday. And do you want to give us a go stars before you go? Well, I absolutely, I'm like you. I'm just so, uh, I just smile. And that's a wonderful feeling on how well the stars have evolved. And uh, and uh, really, uh, this year, they took the challenge on 
lost uh, what I think was an outstanding coach, but uh, uh, boy, have they taken the reins and uh, hats off and congratulations and let's get excited about those stars. Thank you very much, sir. Good luck this weekend. Thank you, guys.